Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 103 of the NicheSiteTools.com podcast. So glad to have you here. And today's episode is going to be all about the importance of consistency and transparency when it comes to all your niche website projects and really anything in life. So this will be a much quicker episode than last week. Last episode was very well received. It was all about my trials and tribulations of getting my MailChimp account banned, what exactly happened there, and then I evaluated several of the most popular email providers out there and gave you all the details on the last podcast episode. It was around an hour, slightly more, I believe, and it was really well received. A lot of folks reached out to me, either via email, via the Facebook group, to say they really appreciated the effort that I put forth into it. It was obvious to them that I really did my research and put all that in information into the podcast episode. So if you are interested in checking out email providers, definitely check out that last episode, episode 102. You can go to nichesitetools.com forward slash 102. That'll take you to the post where the podcast episode is. And the name of the podcast episode itself is Get Response versus Aweber versus ConvertKit versus MailChimp. And I talk about some other email providers, which ones you definitely want to steer clear of. If you're doing anything to do with affiliate marketing, you would definitely want to steer clear of using MailChimp, especially if you're just starting out. If you're currently using MailChimp and you do do anything to do with affiliate marketing, be aware that what happened to me can definitely happen to you at any time. As far as my MailChimp account getting banned, you wouldn't be able to send anymore and you may not have access to your list depending on how they do it. So you want to make sure that you listen into that episode. All the details are there. I'm not going to rehash anything here today. But head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash get response if you want to check out the email provider that I chose. And if you do go through my link nichesitetools.com forward slash get response, you'll get a free one month trial, no credit card, no nothing required. You just got to provide your email address to be able to sign up. And then if you do decide to become a paid customer, you will get a $30 credit and so will I. So it's a great deal. Definitely a very cool tool. You have nothing to lose to try it out. You can import your list with no trouble whatsoever and be testing it out within an hour or so. So thanks again, everyone, for the great feedback on that last episode. It definitely makes all the effort worthwhile, and I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. So let's get right into the content for this week. As I mentioned, this episode is going to be about the importance of consistency and transparency in all of your online projects and really life in general. And this episode is being brought to you by that reason itself. The exact reason I'm talking about is the reason we have a podcast episode today. I am very busy this week with my day job. I am on call this week. And in addition to that, I'm having to study for a certification test. So I've been very busy, very little time, and I was was thinking about possibly not doing a podcast episode this week because I didn't have any particularly pressing issues or anything to cover. But at the same time, I knew that that last episode was delayed for three weeks because I had extensive testing to do and I was just really busy doing that testing and I couldn't yet provide you the information. And then Hurricane Irma came by and delayed things even further. So I knew that last episode was delayed way longer than I wanted it to be and I had some great information to provide. I just couldn't get it out to you. 
So I said, nope, not going to do it, not going to delay an episode again, especially after that last one. So we do have an episode today, and I think it's one that's really important as well. I wouldn't be putting this episode out there just to have another episode if I didn't think it was going to be really useful. And there's a specific example. I don't want to name any names. I know if you guys have listened to my podcast for any length of time, you know a couple of folks that I follow routinely. And there's one particular person that I follow all the time that has known for this kind of thing where there's a delay in the podcast episode. Sometimes there'll be months or even longer where a new podcast episode is not released. And it's just something that you really don't want to do. That's happened a lot for this particular person. Love him to death. Never met him in person. Never actually talked to him directly. But if I saw him out at a bar, I'd buy him a beer, hang out. Great guy. Love his content, but the inconsistency there, I think, does alienate some of your audience, especially if that happens on a regular basis. And on this particular person's other podcast, there was a part one of an episode, and in the episode itself, it mentioned that because this was part one, the other part was going to come out very soon. He was already working on it. It was ready. It was kind of like a cliffhanger type episode. We'll give you all the next details in the next episode, which will be coming out very soon. And it's now been over two months since that part one episode came out with no follow-up, no part two, no information as far as what's going on. So I think that really does a disservice to your audience. I know a lot of folks that if you're used to following this particular person, you know this happens relatively often and it's just something that, you know, it's just, it is what it is. But I think you're really doing a disservice if you're doing that to your audience because they come to depend on that regular recurring content, especially if it's like a podcast or a video feed or something that you're doing on a recurring basis, whether it's every week, every day, every other week, whatever that schedule is, they come to depend on that. And I know people like Joe in the audience, he says it's great to have some company on his ride into work. And I've uh, received feedback from folks that take several of my podcast episodes with them when they're driving, say, eight hours on vacation, even having their kids in the car. And they're listening to that podcast several times during that trip to wherever they're going. So it's just kind of humble in one aspect that folks are taking you with them, whether they're at the gym, on a walk, on the way to work, they find a way to fit you into their daily schedule. You become part of their routine and you really don't want to alienate your audience in any way, shape or form. Now, certainly there's always things like I mentioned, Hurricane Irma came through, we had to evacuate, all sorts of things like that do happen. But at the same time, I mentioned in the private Facebook mastermind group that things would be delayed. Even when I was working on the research for those three weeks, when I was working on that steadily for three weeks, mentioned in the private Facebook mastermind group that I was doing that, I was still doing research, and I just didn't have have the information to provide yet. So not only is it important to be consistent, but be transparent. People understand that things come up. It's not going to be perfect. Life gets in the way all the time. But if you're communicating with your audience in some way, keeping those lines of communication open, then they're going to be much more understanding and then they're going to be willing to stay with you during something like that. And I'm definitely not judging the particular person I had mentioned. Certainly, he's been putting out content way longer than I have, and he's been at this and doing a full-time job and has a wife and several kids and constant activities and things like that. So certainly, things do happen, but... My point I want to get across to you today is to have that consistency. Don't go long periods of time where you put out some content, you have a blast of content, a lot of great information, and then things go dormant for any length of time.
time. Keep in touch with your audience, whether it's on a private Facebook mastermind group, via email, whatever mechanism you're using. If you're doing videos, you could do a quick video, say, hey, I'm still here. I'm on my way to work. I've been crazy busy. This, this, and this has been going on, but here's a quick two-minute video so you guys know what's going on. There's so many different ways, especially today, that you can keep in touch with your audience. That's just so important to keep those lines of communication open. And another thing that's really so important is I think you definitely want to under-commit and over-deliver. That's the mantra that I've had throughout my life, and folks that do that get so much further, and I seem to have so much more respect, at least in my mind, when somebody under-commits and over-delivers, you're always happily rewarded when you're consuming this person's content or whatever it is in life that's going on, you're always pleasantly surprised as opposed to the opposite. If you're constantly over committing and under delivering, that's setting a bad precedence and that's something that is definitely going to alienate your audience over time. If you're saying, I'm definitely going to provide you this information, it's going to be awesome, and then things go quiet for two months, that's definitely going to put a bad taste in their mouth. And over time, that person in your audience may just decide not to come back. If you do come back, and even if you got, let's say you got six months of great content after that, you may have already lost that person. They may have unsubscribed to your podcast, unsubscribed to your newsletter, and they may never come back again. So you want to be really cognizant of those types of things. But when you undercommit and overdeliver, your audience is always pleasantly surprised and they want to come back for more. What possible things? could I get next time when they say they're going to provide me this, but they go ahead and give me some sort of bonus or there's great additional content above and beyond what you were expecting. That always sets a great precedence and that's going to keep people coming back and wanting more and just looking forward to whatever's coming next. And when I say undercommit, you don't want to be an underachiever. It's not you know, that's not what I'm trying to get across here. You just want to provide some information on what you're going to give to your audience so you can set that expectation of what they can expect. But you want to always be looking to deliver more above and beyond what you said you would provide. So provide some sort of base level on here's what I'm going to be giving you or here's what you can expect but always look to over-deliver when possible. So if you have a recurring schedule, let's say you're gonna do a blog post or a podcast episode or a video every week or every other week, whatever it is, and you're gonna have a hard time coming up with your content for this week. You want to be thinking about what quick wins could I provide to my customers that even if I can't put out a regular 30 or 40 minute episode or whatever it is, or I can't spend six hours creating a great blog post this particular week, you want to provide them with something that's going to be useful. Try to provide your audience with a quick win, something that they can take away and still be satisfied that, hey, I understand that this week this person was really busy, had a lot going on, but they took that effort out of their life to provide provide me with some bit of information to make my life better. And that can go a long way, especially over the long term. The longer you're at this and the more consistent you can be over time, your audience is going to stick with you and know that they can expect great content. Some weeks it's going to be different. Some weeks it might be more in-depth. It might be longer. It's going to vary based on whatever's going on and whatever information is going to be expressed in your content for that week. But the longer you've been at this and the more consistent and the more transparent you are over time, that will go a long way so that your audience will know to expect that. They'll know what they can get over the long term. 
your content may not come out every single week or every other week for the entire year, but for the most part, the more consistent you are and the more transparent and the more you keep those lines of communication open and give them information when things aren't going exactly as planned, the more loyal your audience will be over time. And that's really so important. It's really not as important on how many people out there, certainly you want more traffic and things like that, but you want a loyal, consistent audience. And if you're providing regular recurring content that's consistent, adds value, that's really what's going to help build that loyal audience. And that loyal audience is much more important than a just sheer numbers, 10,000 people in your audience. You want a nice loyal audience that really is tuned into what content you're putting out there and is with you over the long haul. And as I mentioned at the start of the show, I want to keep this episode much shorter than last uh, episode, and I really only had one hour to record this episode, do any editing, which I'm probably not even going to get to edit this episode and do a quick post for it. But I do want to follow my own advice that I just gave out and undercommit and overdeliver. I'm going to give you guys some information about a partially free tool that you can use that I just thought about and I was playing around with it this week. It's a tool called Lumen5, L-U-M-E-N-5. And this tool, what it does is you give it a URL on your website of a blog post and it will convert that content into a short video that you could post on YouTube or wherever you want to post it. And it's basically another way of repurposing your content and they take a lot of the busy work out for you. So you point them to a URL on your site. It will go out there and scrape some of that content. It will create a 45 second or so video with some relevant images in there. And then you can turn around and put that on your YouTube channel. And it's just another way of repurposing your existing content and not having to put forth a lot of effort. And since I initially tested it, it does look like they do now have a paid version, which allows you to upload those HD videos. So without paying, you can actually do this for free in non-HD videos, and you can upload them to places like YouTube. You could link to your existing post. So it's another way of probably with maybe another half hour's worth of time that you could turn much of your existing content into videos that you could share on YouTube. And of course, videos are really important these days. So you could add these videos to your YouTube channel and have a ton of different videos out there that are just linking back to your existing content. And it's another great way to repurpose that content, get more likes, get more views, get more folks to find your content. And it's really quick and easy to do. It's a really cool tool. I had heard about it on the Pro Blogger um, podcast uh, probably about a month or two ago. And I had tested it out real quick at the time when it was pretty new. And now it looks like they've matured a bit. So again, if you wanted to upload those HD versions of those videos, you would have to pay a monthly fee. But I did just want to let you know about that free version of that product. Definitely cool to play with. It might give you some ideas on how you can repurpose some of your existing content as well. Definitely try it out. I'm not an affiliate for this. It's just something I was playing with and I thought it was really cool how they do it. And it might help you transition into using some more video for your niche websites or online projects. So I thought it was cool. Again, it's called Lumen5. So hopefully you guys appreciated that quick tool of the week. Check it out, Lumen5. And also hopefully you understand the importance of having that consistency and transparency 
in your niche website projects and really anything you do in life. And I also just wanted to quickly say how much I really appreciate you guys being out there. I appreciate every single one of you. I love feedback. So if you're ever interested in sending some feedback about the show or if you have ideas on podcast episodes, I love to get that information from you guys and put out content that you guys are really interested in or have questions about or need help with. Anything like that, you can reach out anytime, chris at nichesitetools.com. I will respond. And uh, again, thank you guys so much for being out there and we'll catch you again in the next episode. Bye-bye now. 